Savages. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First off, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Trust me, people. You're going to love it. Thank you. Fellow savages, as your president, I would just like to say we will win multiple championships. We will continue to dominate all of sports. We will continue to be the greatest franchise in the world. In other words, we will make the Yankees great again. I thank you for your votes, even though nobody voted. I declared myself president of the Savages. This is the Savage Empire. I'm your host, President Mike Trainer. Welcome, everybody, on this special occasion election night. We haven't had a declared winner yet in the real presidency. And keeping to my word, we'll only make fun of politics. We will not be taking political sides, as I have listeners of both sides of the aisle. And I like to keep it that way. I have my own views. I made my own vote. You'll never know who I voted for. I'm not telling you. It's none of your goddamn business. Just like your vote is none of my goddamn business, even though a lot of you will make it known on Twitter regardless. So, there's that. Let's start with Yankee news over the past week. As expected, the Yankees picked up Zach Britton's option. Two-year option. $14 million per. That's a good deal. As expected. No doubt about it. Also expected, they declined Gardner's option. So, he got paid $2.5 million to go away. Just how far he goes away, we don't know. He can always come back. That's never out of the possibility, but we'll see. Moving on. As expected, Hap's option was not picked up. And good riddance. Nothing more to say about that. In scumbag Red Sox news, as expected, possibly bringing back Alex Cora. Because fuck everybody else. And fuck baseball. Fuck Clown Fred. Especially fuck all of us. 
Because that would just be the most 2020 fucking thing to do. Moving on. Kane Lee elects free agency. Which was kind of expected, but he's going to miss all of next year pretty much anyway with Tommy John. So who knows what's going to happen with him, but needless to say, the Yankees aren't going to bring him back. And that was kind of expected, so don't be too shocked. Don't be too sad. It was kind of expected, but at the same time, I guess, you know what? Be a little sad. We'll miss Tommy tight pants. Good luck wherever you land, buddy. Get get well. Another big no shock. Stanton decided to opt in because why would he be stupid enough to opt out? Even though despite a lot of you wished he would, you knew goddamn well that wasn't going to happen. So Stanton will be here for another seven years, I believe. So get used to it. Besides, he did hit in the playoffs. So if he's healthy, he's good. Health is always the issue. We shall see. Qualifying offers went out this week. The Yankees did put a qualifying offer on LeMahieu in hopes to keep him around. In case he leaves, we get a draft pick. Notable players who also received the qualifying offers were Trevor Bauer, Kevin Gossman, Rio Mudo, George Springer, Marcus Stroman. Pfft, I don't know why they did that, but whatever. Stroman be dumb enough not to take it. $18 million to keep him for a year. He should take it. He thinks he's getting more than that annually. He's out of his mind. He's garbage. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I'll probably look at my Twitter and we'll be blocked by him now because God knows he's soft as fucking tissue paper. So as, as we said last episode, right now it's all about re-signing LeMahieu. And I gave my opinions on it. I think it's been echoed that four years, 80 million would be my top offer. I, I don't think a lot of teams are going to try to beat that. There's reports out there that the Blue Jays of all teams want to give him a four year, $68 million deal. And to me, that's less than market value for him. And I think he laughs at it, but the benefit of that is there's already an offer. So you only have to really beat that. So if they were going to beat that anyway, maybe they can get them a little bit cheaper now if really there's nobody else planning on beating them. As I continue to say after that, if Steinbrenner really wants to be serious about winning, go get Trevor Bauer. I don't want to hear billionaire blues. It's time to... Open up the purse, pull out the change, spend some of the billions of dollars that you've made off of us throughout the years, the rainy day fun, and do what the old man would have done and put it into the team. Simple as that. You paid the luxury tax. Oh, well. You win a World Series. None of that shit matters. When you're on top, it doesn't matter. Build up the bullpen. Continue to build up the starting rotation, whether you bring back Tanaka or the guy that I've been saying, Corey Kluber, although now that's starting to get echoed. 
from a lot of other different people now that they should go after him. You heard it here first. And I did make that known that you heard it here first. Because I would like to get credit for something as being what I like to consider a smart fan. So, na 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 na. I heard you heard it first here. So, boom. Mic drop. Actually, I'm not dropping the mic. It's expensive. News just came in also that Geo lost the gold glove to some jabroni in Texas. What the hell is going on? Is there anybody out there better than Geo right now at third base? I mean, the plays he made this year, goddamn, what does it take? What does it take? I'm pretty sure the dude he lost it to is like a utility guy who plays like five different positions. So I just don't get it. I don't get it. I'm sure Clint will probably lose his later on because, you know, fuck the Yankees as normal. And that's just the way it goes. But on the positive side of things, LeMahieu is an MVP finalist. Which, of course, we all want him to win, obviously. But at the same time, just thinking about this now. If he wins the AL MVP, that might mean a few more millions tacked on. And I know a lot of you people are saying, so what? But like I said, he's 32 years old. He's at the top of his game now. Do you really want to pay him for the back end of those years? This isn't pitching. Players break down a lot faster in the field than they do pitching-wise. So, I mean, do you want to spend $25 million a year on him? I don't. That's a lot of money. That's $100 million. I'd like to get him for 80 But that's not my money. It's not your money. We'll see what happens. Other than that, how's everybody doing? Are we all nervous? As I sit here and record right now, it's 828. And I'm sure a lot of you have already voted. Some of you might have voted by mail. Some of you braved the lines today. And no matter who you voted for, good on you. If you didn't vote, I'm not going to shame you. I'm sure you had a reason. Believe me, I have reasons not to vote. But I still voted. Because I want to make my opinion heard. My voice matter. I'm not crazy. I don't listen to the bullshit ads. I don't believe half the shit, more than half the shit that comes out on both sides. You shouldn't either. It should always be about policy. It shouldn't be fear tactics. It should always be on who gives you the best chance to succeed in this country moving forward. Who has the best policies? That's what it should always boil down to. Now, if you believe your guy has it, great. If you believe that your guy is just simply better than the other guy, well, you're going to vote that way regardless. I'm just saying it should always be policy. But none of that shit matters because I declare myself president anyway. Because fuck them. 
I want to tell you a funny story. Some of you might have heard this. Um, I'll tell you a couple of jokes and then I'll get to the my serious rant. A little bit baseball related. I decided to take my family, my girlfriend, my son, on a little weekend getaway to Salem, Massachusetts for Halloween. And Friday we're driving through Connecticut. And it hit all that fucking snowstorm and shit, which added an extra hour and a half to my trip, which was not fun at all. But once we got there, we had a great time. Highly recommend it. I know it's in Massachusetts and it's Red Sox country, but, you know, I always said I did love Massachusetts if it wasn't for the Red Sox fucking people that live there. It'd be a great state. Don't let them bother you, though, with their stupid accents. We had a great time. They put on a good show, I guess, year-round. My recommendation is if you ever get a chance, head out there. Take your family. It's fun. It really is. It's not all that expensive. I don't know if that matters to some people. But very fun. I recommend it. Um, I did wear my Yankee hat all weekend. And I only caught shit for it twice, surprisingly. First time was walking through Salem and this guy's handing out little cards. And I'm thinking he's handing out something for some sort of attraction or some promotion or some bullshit. Turns out it was bullshit. It was a religious card, a prayer card or whatever the fuck. So he hands me this thing. And he said, of course, he doesn't say nothing until he starts handing it to me. Oh, a prayer card? I'm like, fuck, I'm already reaching for it. All right, I'll grab it. I'll be nice. And he's like... God saves everybody, even the Yankee fans. I was like, ah, funny, blah, 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 douchebag. So, you know, I laughed it off, moved on, continued my day. We had a great time. And Saturday night, back at the hotel, uh, decide I'm going to run to the gas station, get some water and some snacks and things like that. And I'm in there, and the kid behind the register, Boston accent, of course, he goes, Hey, that's a nice costume you got there. And I said, uh, really? I said, I said, what, my Yankee hat? And he goes, yeah. I said, costume? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, okay, you got me. That's good. He's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have fun with it. I said, okay. I said, wicked smart. <laughs> Go park the car. Douchebags. Anyway, so yeah, we're, you know, we're joking. It was friendly. Nothing like, you know, serious as I thought maybe there would have been an altercation. But, you know, I feel like when you go into a poverty place, as the dominant sports team, you have to let them know who's in charge. Establish dominance, if you will. And I believe in doing that everywhere you go. I believe all Yankee fans feel that way. Wherever you go, you must let the other fan bases know that you're the big dog. And they should... Never really make eye contact with you. Always look away in fear and shame. Definitely shame. So, you know, as a, as a Red Sox fan, he's feeling cocky and he's busting my balls and blah, blah, blah. It's fine. I mean, you know, I expect it. I'm in your house. But as I'm in your house, I'm definitely going to take over the house. I'm going to grab the remote. I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to put my feet on your fucking couch. I might even kick your dog. I will not kick his dog, but you know what I mean. I could if I wanted to. It'd be my house. So... You know, joking around with him for a few minutes. And then I head out. 
finish my night. We decide we're leaving the next morning. And it's a good thing we left. Well, we should have left earlier. Because as some of you have known, because I was putting it on Twitter too when other people were posting videos. And uh, on Twitter, it's uh, Savage Empire Pod. Follow me. Subscribe to my shows. As we're coming back, we get pretty close to the Tappan Zee. Or the Cuomo Bridge, depending on which side of the line you're on. And all of a sudden, we see these fucking people in these pickup trucks and all these cars. And it's a caravan of Trump fans with flags and sirens and all this other bullshit. Driving like fucking assholes. Almost rear-ending themselves in this caravan of morons and it's not a political thing it's just the way they acted was definitely moronic almost rear-ending each other cutting people off everybody's racing to get to where it dawned on me what they were doing once i got closer so as i got close to the bridge i can see what they were getting ready to do they started slowing down and basically getting ready to stop in the middle of the fucking bridge. So like NASCAR, I hopped into the fucking left lane, cut, cut off some fucking idiot behind me with 35 fucking flags, gunned it and got through there just in the nick of time, only to discover. And one time I got home and saw all the videos uploaded that they stopped traffic, decided to have their own little makeshift fucking Trump rally. Now, some of you might know the way I swing in politics. I have my preference. I'm not going to say. I'm going to keep this strictly to the situation. So if you are a Trump fan, it's no ill will towards you because of who you support. All right, I'm going to respect it. I will say these fucking morons are no better than the so-called rioters that they said are in the cities. Stopping traffic. Causing a problem. I did hear that a Biden supporter was accosted. Which makes sense. They tried to run a bus off the road the other day in Texas. I mean, who's the animals here? just saying i'd have been extremely pissed off in the middle of a long ride home and i live in pennsylvania so it isn't just driving straight to new york otherwise i would (laughs) i would have take fucking 95 straight in very pissed off saw it coming i have my girlfriend in the car the love of my life and my 10 year old son who doesn't understand what's going on And I'm going to be mindful of these fucking people because, because of freedom and MAGA and whatever the fuck else. And quite frankly, to be honest, it almost ruined the weekend for me. Just that alone. If I'd have gotten stuck in that shit, I don't know what would have happened. I probably would have gotten my ass kicked because I would have lost my shit and taken on... 200 fucking people probably thrown over the fucking bridge for all I know with these fucking morons. So 
the point is be safe don't be stupid you want to make noise vote you want to have your rallies do it safely do it legally i'm sure there was nothing legal about what they did i'm sure none of them got arrested that's a whole other story but don't hold people up because you think you can you are no different than the people you claim to hate and that's my message for that that was my short little rant i walked the edge vote for who you want to vote for we're all gonna get fucked anyway one way or the other so sorry about that if it got a little too political there i tried to walk that line I made it a point not to, but I did it because it angered me to no fucking end. And if you would have been there, you would have been pissed off too. If you would have been not a part of their bullshit rally and just trying to get home from wherever the hell you were coming from, you'd have been pissed off too, no matter who you voted for. Would you have gotten out of the car and be like, yeah, this is fun. This is not at all illegal. Dumb fucks. (sighs) Ah, breathe, breathe, breathe. Okay. Not a whole lot of Yankee news. Waiting for the hot stove to heat up. Told you everything that's going on. Looks like Clint will probably get screwed too, but if he wins, I will talk about that in my next episode. This is going to be a short one. But I will say this. Something very cool happened last night. Maybe some of you saw it just because you follow me. Um, Brian Hoke. You all know Brian Hoke. Yankee beat writer. Awesome dude. Funny dude. I actually did meet him last year while he was promoting his book in Scranton, but that's neither here nor there. Posted up a picture of him looking funny, like to the side, and says, what am I looking at? Wrong answers only. And I posted a gif of Chris Farley doing that bit. Veronica Vaughn is one piece of ace. And then he shot back at me doing the lines from Adam Sandler. And I posted the next gif. He responded to the Adam Sandler line and back and forth. I told him, well, you should follow me. Because we're basically best friends now. You should follow me and come on my Yankee podcast. Now, he didn't answer me with that. I didn't actually really extend a formal invite because I'm not really ready to do interviews yet. I'm still trying to build up the show a little bit more and tweak some things and, you know, work on it. That's what the off-season's for. But he did follow me back. So that's a positive sign. So hand me my W's. I think that was a good move on his part, obviously. I would say to the other podcast that he's usually on, I'll just say it, John Boy, coming for you guys. No, I'm not coming for you. Well, I am, but that's a long ways away. But I don't see why we can't share guests. I mean, if I can get Brian Hoke on my podcast, do an interview with him, I think that would be great for my show. I'll uh, see if I can sell more of his books to the people who listen. I mean, it's just... Why not? And then maybe I can get other people. Maybe I can get Feinstein. Maybe I can get 
I don't know, other people. Why not? Why not the Savage Empire? We're a good podcast. So that's my funny story, and I just wanted to share that out there with you guys. Um, Let's see, anything else before I shut it down for the evening? Nope. I don't see anything else on the line here, the wire, other than Geo getting robbed, which is horse shit. I don't know what else he needs to do. I mean, I just don't get why he's robbed. But it is what it is. He's a gold glover to us, and that's all that matters. He ain't going anywhere. As more information comes along, we'll get into it. The hot stove, as always, will be heating up. The Savage Empire is always open for business. And as your president of the Savages, we will continue to roll out all the shows and all the information and everything else that comes along. I would like to thank you for making me your president, for sticking with me, For new subscribers. For new listeners. Tell your friends. Tell the American people about us. It's a revolution. And it starts now. I'd like to thank you. Everybody be safe tonight. Whoever wins the election. Be smart. Don't do anything stupid over reactions. You don't want to end up in jail. Or worse. Alright. Be safe out there. Do your civic duty. Tomorrow is another day. No matter what happens, the sun will rise. We all have to move on. We all have to go to work. We all have to continue to do all the bullshit that goes along with our lives. So be smart, be cool, be safe. And as always, go Yankees.